Welcome to the I and Team Podcast with Brian Smith and Mary Smith. You are more important to your team than you might believe. Everybody has something to contribute, and most importantly, that's influence. Learn more on today's program. Now, here is Brian Smith and Mary Smith. Hi, team. Welcome back to the Ion Team podcast. I'm your host, Mary Smith, here with my dad, Brian Smith. We do have a special guest this week, but we will introduce him in a moment. Last week, we talked about first impressions, and this week, we're going to be talking about consistency and inconsistency. Right. So, like, my dress today is inconsistent with how we usually dress for a podcast. Only because Leonard's here in town with uh, Joy Rice, our intern from Denver. It's his last two days of the summer Mm -hmm. uh, with us. He's going back to college. And so we're going to the Cubs game this afternoon. And so I'm in shorts and uh, a hat. And Mary's going to do a lot of the show this week. But so Mary, let's... uh, one thing about first impressions is that they can consistently get you in trouble. Well, let's talk more about how consistency can set us up for success and how consistency in the wrong things, so having you know bad habits or doing things that are destructive over and over or consistently can also hurt us, but how we can also fix that. Mm-hmm. So jump in. So... One thing that, I mean, honestly, the first thing that came to mind when you talk about doing things consistently that are bad for you, I thought about Henry, who's my brother. I don't know if we've ever brought him up before, but Henry, he smokes these little jewel pods (laughs) that, I mean, they're not good for you, (laughs) but he's very consistent in doing them. And in Illinois, where we live, we actually just changed the age from 18 to 21 to buy tobacco products, so now he can't even buy them in Illinois any longer. So he's a little upset about that. Um, he tried to quit for a while, but I think smoking in general is one thing where you can be consistent with it, but it's not a good thing. And there are lots of habits like that where you can be consistent with them, and it's not good for you or it's not good for those around you. Right, they can create addictions, and addictions aren't limited to chemicals. You can be addicted mm-hmm. to people, you can be addicted to events, you can be addicted to a certain type of behavior at work. You know, one of the things that we did back in the day when we did our BitPro study was we talked about the reactions people have to things that happen in the office, env- the office environment. So, and what we found is that there were six consistent reactions that somebody can have. And you may say, well, how is six different reactions consistent? But they only reacted in six different ways. And it was repetitive. You could count on them to have a reaction um, up to six different ways, I should say. Some people just react the same way all the time. But, and those, those reactions were uh, mandated or they were... Uh, affected by maybe how they got up in the morning or what they did the night before. So, for example, if somebody was out partying like some of the younger people in our uh, organization or your organization, you can consistently count on them coming into work tired and disorganized and unable to start their mornings better. So, and, and if you know, like on a, a Sunday night or there's some kind of an event during the week, you know that your staff is consistently going to show up a certain way. Mm -hmm. So understanding how consistencies affect your staff and you, for that matter, 
can can be very powerful as a leader or as somebody that supports leaders. Mm-hmm. And there's things on, to go on top of that that aren't controllable. Like when we get sick, we become inconsistent. And that's not necessarily always our fault, but being sick inhibits the way that you work because you don't feel very good. So your focus is on how you don't feel good and getting better, and therefore you're not as productive or you don't get your work done and then you're behind or your company's behind. So there's some inconsistencies that you can't plan for, but there are some that you can and should plan for. So if you know that you're someone who likes to party and likes to go out late during the week on a day that you have to work the next day, you should plan for that so that your team doesn't have to pick up the pieces of you being inconsistent or unproductive. Right. So there's inconsistency, sometimes inconsistency, or as I wrote, the only thing consistent is the only thing consistent in your life, inconsistency. Mm -hmm. And that may sound funny to some, but it's the truth. You can rely on a lot of people to be inconsistent, and it keeps people on their toes. And it challenges you as a leader or as a peer to support those people because you just never know which direction uh, they're going to go in and you never know how you're going to pick up as you're going behind them and picking up the pieces and all of a sudden they change directions. Um, And even when they do well, that can be a problem. For example, if somebody's been inconsistent and then they do it the right way, but you do the same thing twice, now you've duplicated effort. And while it's nice that you did that, you're also wasting resources, your resources, or if there were any other resources involved in you helping them you know you've duplicated effort so Mm -hmm. so i think that means that when you're trying to be consistent or if you already are inconsistent you have to keep your communication lines open with those that you work with because even if you're consistent if you know something's coming up where it's going to be inconsistent you have to reach out and communicate with someone and let them know that you are not going to be consistent in this one occurrence because if they expect you to always be consistent in that one occurrence and you're not, and you know that you're not going to be, they're not going to know, and then so nobody's going to be able to pick that up. It's going to get left behind. Or if you're always inconsistent, even if you don't always know that you're inconsistent, you should be able to tell your team, hold me accountable for the times that I'm inconsistent, because then they'll be able to tell you where you are inconsistent, and then you can work on that. Right. And there's systemic things you can use. This is where I'm going to introduce Leonard, who happens to be Joey's father, and who I've been able and had the pleasure of working with for, well, 25 years, something like that. But anyhow, uh, one of the things that you can get inconsistent with is being on time or managing your schedule. And it, it you can use systems like Outlook or a calendar to give you reminders, and it can help make you more consistent in uh, being on time or getting tasks done. One of the things that interests me in what Leonard does, and Leonard works in technology, and Leonard and I worked in a technology firm together where humans solve the problem. So if something broke, we'd have to go in and we would fix those problems. And then while we were there, we might run the updates and, you know, then we'd leave and there might be a new update, but we wouldn't consistently run those updates or we wouldn't consistently patch the patches that come out. And the IT industry's changed for ourselves here, the people that support us, but in, even in Leonard's word, world where they have what's called managed services. And now they have systems that automate when patches are updated so they can be consistently done when they happen. So the point in that is, 
is that um, you can use technology or you can use other systems to help you be consistent. So if you find yourself struggling to be consistent, if there are things in your life that challenge you, you can go out and look. Is there an app for that? Is there a system for that? Is there a company that provides managed services or other types? Um, what I like to say is outsource accountability. Mm-hmm. You know, something that will outsource accountability to you and give you that push you need to be consistent and hold you accountable for those things that you can't do yourself. Yeah, looking for apps is really great, especially because most people have smartphones now and there's almost always an app for that. And if there's not an app for that, you should think about creating an app for that because if that's what you believe in, that would be fun. And then you have to like stick to it and be consistent. But what's great about technology is that it does help you keep everything together in line. You just have to know how to use it. Yeah, we have a client that uh, had a problem like that. Uh, the client's called Seatbum. And they found that, you know, you're in the middle of watching uh, a game at, I don't know, a Cubs game like I'm going to or something. And, you know, all of a sudden you want a beer or you want a hot dog or you want something. But guess what? The hot dog vendor or the beer, the beer vendor They don't come around consistently. They come around as time dictates, and it could be every five minutes, which can be annoying because it's distracting, or it could be every 20 minutes and you're missing it. But Seatbum created an app where you could order your, your food or your drinks from your seat without ever having to get up, pay for it, and then they would just deliver it to you right at your at your seat. So again, out of inconsistency or out of identifying a problem that might annoy you where inconsistency of service or inconsistency of uh, availability was solved by an app and Mm -hmm. so they went out and they did that now there's an app out there where you can just you can be a seat bum sit in your seat be a bum and (laughs) and order what you want and not miss the game and not miss the the game yeah not miss the game (laughs) you don't miss any action yeah so yeah which is usually what happens to me i turn my head that one moment and that's when somebody you know does something really cool that's when the home run is hit Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) okay that's funny so yeah anyhow and we you know last week was first impressions so tying consistency into first impressions for us is actually pretty easy if you consistently give a good first impression in whatever that impression is then you're going to move yourself and your team and organization forward and you're going to be better if you're consistently work consistently working on your good communication skills then you'll get better at communication if you're inconsistent about it you could miss something you know you're still going to have holes or gaps and it's those gaps where you can learn Um, about yourself and learn about the things that are inconsistent because gaps are usually created and gaps being the issues that happen Uh, the gaps in communication the gaps in process the gaps in uh, how we get our work done when you identify those gaps those are usually the inconsistencies and that's where change can happen and change is going to be consistent you're always going to be changing so what you should do is identify what you want to change and manage that change consistency consistently because if you don't then you become reactive and to be reactive is inconsistent yeah it's kind of funny huh how change is consistent when most people view it as inconsistent but change is very consistent change is 
always happening. Yeah. Yeah, and I'd rather manage that, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, none of us like change, but let's manage it. Let's be on top of it. Uh, let's think about it. You know, earlier today we were talking about strategy uh, and tactics and goals and how you create a strategy and within that strategy you develop goals and then no, you have a goal, and then you create a strategy, yeah. and then in that strategy, you. you have little tactics. Yeah, I screwed it up. <laughs> That's right. So, But the tactics are what take you there, but if you don't consistently apply the tactics, you'll never reach the goal. So, mm -hmm. you know, make those small, make them, make them together. Think about tactics as a path, right? And then consistently look at what your tactics are and tactics can be uh, whittled down to a task list you know mm -hmm. or uh, something on your computer little post-it notes you have different ways of managing that to help you be consistent and by the way the apps aren't the only way you can use a pen and paper to help you to be consistent you can use a calendar that's written I have a desk calendar and on my desk calendar I write things to help me be consistent you don't always have to be reliant on your phone or your computer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. I too have a desk calendar and it really helps with like my deadlines and that keeps me consistent with deadlines. It's harder for me with certain work things to rely on technology. It's easier for me to rely on technology individually as a personal um, consistency helper. But when I'm working, because I have so much information to store in my head, it's easier for me to write it out. Um, so I also have a calendar and I have a little notebook by my side Something else that you'll need to do to be consistent is when you're working on a task, if you're thinking about other tasks while working on one task and you have an idea pop up about another task, you should write it down so that you don't forget that and you can stay consistent with your idea of approach, but you can also continue working on the task that you're working on. You don't have to jump around. Yeah, or get distracted and devalue the work you're doing. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things we talk about is slowing down, but it's also having situation awareness. And if you're consistently managing yourself and the time you have, you won't allow yourself to be distracted, which can create multitasking, mm -hmm. which then devalues your tasks. If you have the same amount of time and you're trying to do two things at once, you're only giving uh, a certain percentage to some task and a lesser percentage to another. So, you know, monotasking for us is really important. And if you're in the middle of a monotask and an idea comes up, have a pad next to you, as, as Mary said, write it down and create an opportunity for you when you're done with that task to circle back around and then give that task all of your effort. Mm -hmm. So these little consistencies can help you and move you forward to reach those goals, to develop those strategies and to finish uh, your tactics so that you, that everything's coming full circle. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, definitely. Do we want to introduce Leonard? Yeah. Is Leonard going to let us? <laughs> sure. Yeah. So Leonard uh, leads um, client advocacy, which means that he manages the, the clients and the relationships with those clients for a company in Denver called... Um, what is it? It's Envision. Envision IT Partners. Yeah, Envision IT Partners. So, and they do managed services. Uh, they have for a long time. Well, they're going on almost 20 years coming up here. So, that's a long time. So, and Leonard, to me, is probably one of the most consistent and the best people who deal with 
the clients in a professional environment. I mean, the way that, that he's done that for his whole career has just been amazing. I try to model, if you were to talk to uh, the people in the office, they all know who Leonard was, is because I would say, if you guys could all do it like Leonard did it, then we'd be good, and we tried to mirror that. So, anyhow, just say hello, Leonard. Hello, thanks for inviting me. I appreciate the time. Yeah, do you have any comments about consistency? Do you think we're on or off? I mean, are they kind of what you guys do? You're right on track, and the way that I find it most helpful is organizational planning strategy leads to consistency. And if you can continually to set that pattern and become more organized, you can become more consistent and you can set the example and the expectation for the staff and the clients for consistency across the board and it doesn't matter what industry planning and and strategy and organization is going to be the key to success that's a good point setting expectations actually i hadn't thought about that but you know if you don't set good expectation if you consistently set the wrong expectation you'll consistently miss the mark Right? Not only that, but people yeah. will stop believing you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's a good point about when you're planning, including that planning, setting the, the proper expectations so that you don't create that inconsistency of missing the mark. Or I guess you could say you're consistently missing the mark, but you don't want to be known as that. Mm -hmm. right. So you'd rather have the inconsistency in your organization be an exception, where once in a while that might happen, but not, not regular. So there can be some positives in inconsistency in that. I inconsistently missed the mark, which is a positive thing, right? Right. So, well, good. And uh, do you find in IT now that the systems help manage some of the complexities of staying consistent and updating and managing the human users of technology? Oh, absolutely. And the, the automation on it allows a lot more flexibility for staff to do other things while behind the scenes automation is taking care of patching and updating etc and the other thing is then you can schedule it based on client need so you've got flexibility but you still have consistency with that flexibility not every person is going to have their business model readily available for the 2 a.m. to 4 a.m. if you will so we gear it sometimes it's midnight to two sometimes it's four to six so but you've got consistency and you still have flexibility based on client need very cool do you see that the uh, interaction you have with your clients has remained consistently positive or uh, has it has absolutely it because they realize that we're there helping them behind the scenes so that they're productive during their day or night we have some clients that run 24-7, and so we minimize their downtime by doing things in their slow areas and slow timelines. And so, you know, it makes them more productive, makes us more productive, and gives them the flexibility to pick and choose what works best. Right. Very good. Do you think flexibility leads to inconsistency sometimes or all the time? It or? can be if you don't keep the flexibility tied into consistency. And so we give the clients flexibility saying, 
we're going to do this on this day between this period of time and if that we set that standard and then on occasion they'll say well I've got a, a tight timeline and a deadline then we'll become flexible and we'll match that flexibility need for them so that they can move forward and meet this other deadline but then we go back to the standardization so you've got to have some flexibility but you don't want to just wing it mm -hmm. because honestly when you're winging it you're going to miss things yeah well you have less things to pivot for to react to yeah. when, when you're consistent when mm -hmm. you set up for that so and I think that offering flexibility because you are consistent in everything you do um, and if you ha especially if you have systems supporting you it does provide for you to be able to pivot and take care of those exceptions as they happen mm -hmm. and those exceptions don't derail you you know right you know if you are always changing with the wind and always um, just reacting I mean, there's nothing consistent about you other than that inconsistency. And you're constantly stacking up problems behind you. But when if you're having a, con a consistent environment, mm -hmm. you know, you can account for the exception that comes up. The, the occasional pivot that you have to do to help a client do something that was unexpected for them. The other thing I think we do, and Leonard, you can agree or disagree, is that when we create an opportunity for our clients to be consistent we give them these tools these managed services these policies and these procedures we instill in them a visualization of what consistency can do in one part of their company and you might see that expand we might influence them to be more consistent in other parts of their company they may say wow we got all these policies and procedures now because we hired Envision and our IT systems are now running like a, 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 a clock right mm -hmm. why don't we try that with HR onboarding or why don't we try that with customer experience or why don't we try that with manufacturing why don't we try some type of structured environment that provides the similar type of support and so now we're influencing people to understand what consistency and what being consistent is all about and how policy and procedure and structure can make you a better organization and this is why well why it's on the I and team podcast mm -hmm. it's how one action can influence other actions to make people better mm -hmm. and it exactly. sounds yeah it sounds to me like if you are consistent then being able to make ways for those times when you do have to make exceptions when people have like oh I have this deadline and so you move it and then you move it back the next time, being consistent allows for those things to move more smoothly as opposed to if you're inconsistent and your client also has an exception pop up, then there's going to be a lot of problems. So as long as you're consistent then your client has a problem, then you can like work around them. Yeah, yeah that's, that's very true. And you find that, again, there's always exceptions too. You know, there's going to be those things that come up that just throw everybody off the rails. But... Yeah having policy and procedure in place and everybody understands what that is it's so much faster to get back on the rails and it's you you don't just go off the rails and the whole organization pivots because of it mm -hmm. and you end up downrange somewhere where you just don't know where you ended up and you don't know how to get back mm -hmm. you know you can just get back to what you're doing and you fix the problem you move forward so I think for me, I hope that everybody has had a little context 
for consistency. Mm -hmm. uh, put together the first impression last week. If you didn't uh, get to listen to us last week, um, go back. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. And our YouTube channel. Yes, and our YouTube channel. Uh, and on our social pages where we push out our blogs and our newsletter. And we're constantly putting material out there to try to give you tactics. Uh, to solve some of these problems, um, develop strategy, uh, identify goals, but you know, uh, subscribe to us because every week we're going to have a topic that helps your organization to tackle these issues that small business and business people face every every day. Mm -hmm. Yep, we really just want to help you guys. Yep. <laughs> so we hope you have a good week, and we'll see you next week. And look for our announcement on our next topic, because what we have proven is that we inconsistently choose topics, <laughs> and we pull them right out of, actually, the experiences we have with our clients. So mm -hmm. uh, look for next week, and we hope you have a good week. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the I in Team podcast. We hope we've positively influenced you and you've picked something up from the show that you can use in building and influencing other individuals or your team. Please join us soon for another program on the Voice America Business Channel.